Hey, thank you for downloading our podcast, guys. You know, we love to have a chat before the podcast, but not on a Friday. Here it is. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Our music director, Jake, he's a beautiful young guy. I shouldn't mm. say that. He's like, he's grown up and he's married, but he's just a very innocent, beautiful yeah. boy, you'd say. Well, he was, uh, he was homeschooled. He's yeah. from Newcastle. Yeah. He got married quite young. Like he'd only be in his mid-twenties, I think, Jake. I would say he's the sweetest guy that's here. Oh, without a doubt. Right. Without so a doubt. When he was a uh, an announcer on air, and I think he was only 16, he was up in Newcastle, mm. and he had to do a an ad, mm. and the script came through, and at the start of it, it said, use a sexy voice. Now, what it was meaning is just for the first line, use a sexy voice to grab the attention. He obviously read it wrong and thought the whole thing needed to be in a sexy voice. So we've got this audio. This this has apparently been getting passed around to every radio station that poor Jake goes to. Mm. He's only been here for about six months or something. Um, so it was played to us in a meeting yesterday, and we're like, this has got to go on the radio. Mm-hmm. Here is Jake, the music director, the guy who picks all the tunes <laughs> for R&B Friday at 16, <laughs> doing what he thinks. Yeah, he's a sexy voice. Take it off. Everything. Okay. Now turn around. Slowly. Slower. Hmm. Stop right there. I think that's changing. Skin checks save lives. A message from the Hunter Melanoma Foundation. Now, to be fair, if I'm driving along (laughs) and I hear that on the radio, I'm going to, rather than turn down the ads, I'm going to crank that up and be like, what is this dude on about? It's about skin cancer. It was only supposed to get the attention of the first thing. But what I find bad about it is I find... When guys try and use a sexy voice, it's awkward anyway. Mm. It is only designed for maybe you and the person you're naked with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only time I think that it could work. And even then... It can some, kill the mood pretty can. quickly, can't some it? Some guys are like, oh, minimum, just, please. Just, 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 because it's the, the hardest... It's like if you're in bed with David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, don't talk. I didn't find him too bad, to be honest. You didn't? No. I find it really distracting when it was high-pitched, but each to their own. I kicked him in the shin and he rolled around for 20 <laughs> minutes complaining. <laughs> I don't think guys are good at a sexy voice. The hardest part of sexy mm. talk for a guy mm. is picking the words. the appropriate tone <laughs> That's with true. the appropriate word. You don't want to go overboard. You think you're, mm. you're saying sexy stuff, mm. but actually you're just... Spewing it's, out filth. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it can actually just be insults. Oh, yeah. And, and, you, and you know you're... when you're trying to be like, mm. yeah. Yeah, bad, Question. Bad, bad words. Do you like that? Do you like that? That's not, is, that, is that sexy? I, I can't stand that. I, you, I don't, you love I, it. You love I don't it. like it when people ask me, well, we'll try something and I'll tell you yay or nay. Not like, what do you want? Do you like that? <laughs> do you have to say that too? Do you like that? Yay or nay? <laughs> hey. Do you like that? Tick, is that your sexy voice? Tick the yes box. Is that your sexy voice? If you have to ask, it isn't. <laughs> it's like when I was doing a photo shoot, remember? And yeah. it's like, okay, give me your sexy face. And I thought I was doing it. And he goes, all right, now your sexy face. I'm like, that was, oh, that was it. That was it. All right. So <laughs> you've handed us here some um, uh, headlines from today's newspaper. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, ladies and some men out there, mm. just a bit of a warning. This might really turn you on when you're driving. Yeah. Okay. So who That's, of course, first? if you're not already turned on. I'm just of sure course. listening to us normally. Oh. Yeah. You're like, yeah. 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 You ready? You're okay, ready? You Are you going to set some mood? Are you going to set some mood? <laughs> <laughs> you throw me under the bus here. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> you yeah, go cool. first. <laughs> <clears throat> Rebel MP Lou O'Brien's fate will be discussed in an LNP 
state executive meeting today as the Prime Minister played down talks of the LNP splitting off form to own its own faction with the coalition. Uh, it's all bad, but that's your same reporter voice. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're this just Stab David deep undercover. Mm. That's well, because you, you have to be quiet because you're in the bushes <laughs> in both scenarios. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's better that's than... That's what you want to hear. Mate, it's better than a get it's, off me. No, that's true. I'll I mean, take it's, okay. it's still creepy. Okay. I, to be honest, I'm just happy to be in the room most of the time. So. <laughs> all right, what would be your voice? Would you use that with your wife? Uh, well, I really do sexy voice with my wife. Okay. Hmm. Give it a go. Who Let do you do it with? <laughs> That's very good. Let me rephrase. <laughs> uh, the court will disregard that last comment. <laughs> Your turn. Your turn. All right. Okay, Maddie, you ready? Queensland's top rugby clubs <laughs> are all for a mooted nation competition, but have worn... You're not supposed to be coming. You're supposed to just do a sexy voice. An arms race could cannibalise more than 100 years. You sound like you're turning yourself on. It's supposed to be for the other person. Of history. And he's ah. done. <laughs> I knew it would be short. New personal best. I don't know. Mm. Do you like that? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? You can ask us anything. Our number's 131060. We love to hear from you during first calls. Kathy and Oxley, what do you want to say? So my husband and I were at the gym yesterday and we were just minding our own business and, swear to God, Maddie Ashton's twin walked into the gym. Oh. Well, that's funny because it's at Oxley. I mean, I would... <laughs> I'd think he was going behind our back, but that's definitely not going to happen. It's actually funny because a gym, gym. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're getting, you've got a lot of photos that you're posting. People are sending in photos of your... Your doppelgangers. doppelgangers. Yes. I, it started with Cameron Munster on, um, from the Melbourne Storm football team. Yeah. And now people send them to me of like just random memes on the internet. There's a guy first sight. Yes. What is that guy's name who they reckon I look like? Is he? I don't know. I thought it, it occurred to me the other day you look like John Kransky because he's got a beard at the moment. John Kransky? Who, who's that? The guy from A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2, want, Jack oh, Ryan, The Office. I was just about office. to say, did she hang up? Mm. Oh, she left. Oh. I not... wanted to say, can you get a photo? Yeah. Uh, You're not going to the gym, are you? God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a chance. Chance? <laughs> I go to the cafe beside the gym in Oxley. Parente, who does all our social, sent me a photo yesterday. Mm. And he's like, oh, this is a nice photo of you. And I was like, nah, sorry. Bit of a fat face. So I shut him down. But I said, all I want to do is just lose more weight than Manny. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> who, who's that look like? That's John Kransky. Looks, looks like, like Manny. No, it doesn't at all. The eyes is a different shape. Not at all. He's handsome. Does the look only like thing me. Sorry, your eyes are a completely different shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's only the beard. That's it. No, no, I think nose. not. So, your no, nose is that. upturned. His is down. Nothing at all. I'll take it. I know. He's funny. He's a funny actor, isn't he? He has his moments, yes, mm. of funniness. If you do, for, uh, by the way, I am taking, I'm reposting any doppelganger pictures. So if you find on the internet anyone who looks like me, DM me at Maddie Acton and uh, I'll post it up for, well, any for of people us. to review. Any lookalikes of us. Yeah, doppelganger it up. Mm. Uh, be prepared, though, that some of them are also um, offensive at I times. think it's harder to find girl <laughs> doppelgangers. Yeah. Uh, anonymous. I love a good anonymous call. What's up? Hi. Um, I'm a nanny, and because of school closures, I actually have to go to work today instead of having to stay home. Oh. 
That's right. You get the call up to go. I do um, before and after school care, but I get a whole day's pay today. Oh, well, that's that's good then. Oh, because the after school's open? Is that what you mean? Or you're going to do it privately? No, I'm a private nanny. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. So I get there at sort of 7.30 in the morning and get the kids off to school, sort of hang around the area, do nothing all day, and then oh, yeah. pick them up. I was oh. trying to work out why you're anonymous, but I, I realise it's your lack of enthusiasm for yeah. the job. But that's a good... I want to get one in the mornings, like a nanny to go and take them to school. That would be handy. Yeah. So your hubby, because your husband, he waits to go off to work, doesn't he? Like and he's he does a tradie, so it's a little bit hard. But he does do before school care, but just so I can come home and the house is a bit cleaner and <laughs> <laughs> so do you, the breakfast dishes or make the lunches that I don't, you know. Do nannies clean though? Is that something you, can. you have to put I think in you've got contract? to put it. A lot of people, uh, like I, I did have a, a friend of mine complain going, the nanny doesn't clean. I'm like, because the job descriptions look after the kids. Uh, they have to put in there they're happy with light duties. Uh, Danielle, hi. Hey, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And also to you. It is right to say happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) What are you doing today? I'm looking at going to East Street, but hoping it doesn't rain. Needing some suggestions for a backup idea, I think. Mm. Well, Stav's going out for dinner. I was like, have you booked? He said, no, he's just going to go to West End. But I thought for Valentine's Day, you always have to book. Well, that's what I'm thinking. If you go out for dinner, it's normally absolutely packed and you're waiting at least an hour, an hour and a half mm. to the table. Can't book a drive through. Yeah, well, hey, have you got the house to yourself, so? Could you just stay home and Netflix and Jill? Yeah, Netflix sounds good. Mm. Watching a new series. Yeah. I wanted to go to Top Golf. <laughs> Do something nice for Valentine's. Yeah, like that, that would be good. Uh, I wonder if that's shut though because of the, the flood oh, situation uh, up there. Hard to get to. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Everywhere's um, flooded. I, what you need to do is just play the card, um, Danielle, of I can't believe you haven't organised a backup. Put it on here. Yeah. yeah. It should be him. He should be organising it all. Yeah. You, you, you're a gorgeous girl. He, he she needs to work harder for you. You know? Yeah, that is so true. There is yeah. a guy listening, yelling at Maddie, yep. and rightly so, because what did you do for your wife, Maddie? Bought her a scratchy. Wow. And oh my a God. card. I bought my husband a lotto ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and a card. And he wrote to me this morning, oh, sweetheart, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> the real present's coming later, though. When I say, take some time to yourself, honey, I'll stay and cook dinner tonight. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. My husband thought this was a little bit ridiculous because we were at Carindale, our local, uh, there last night and we had to go to the bank. So we were both there together and he had to go and get some stuff from Audi. I was like, oh, well, you you go and get it and I'm going to go by myself because I want to get something from the shops. He's like, don't get me anything. I said, hun, 100%, I'm not getting you anything for Valentine's Day, I promise. I want to get the boys something, our sons. He's like, you're not their wife, you don't need to get them anything. Mm. So no, I want to get them a Valentine's present just to show them that they're loved. I want them to have happy memories of Valentine's Day before they go to school, after, and their heart is broken by some girl who doesn't appreciate them. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> girl, or what? Because your face said a different word. Tart, uh, some tart that doesn't love them. That's not you. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's ridiculous, but no. you got to remember, you still buy your wife something for Mother's Day, even though you were you're not her mum. 
Well, I didn't realize this, she's but not your um, mom, yeah. uh, Rory said to me a couple of days ago, she's like, So, have you got mum and me something for Valentine's Day? And I went, No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I know you're joking. No, nah, I'm not. Um, but I have to get her well, something. Well, I guess now. it's just a, like a commercial day. I get it. Mm. Uh, my husband always goes, Oh. Such a silly day, but I want them to just be excited by it and know that they love. So I wrote them a card, which they're not going to appreciate. But I had a card for him in the morning, mm. saying that I love you on this day and every day. Oh. And then I had lollies because that's what they will really mm. love. Mm. So you can win at the moment, but eventually you do realise they're going to come to an age where you can't provide them with what um, other women in their life can provide them with, and therefore you will come second fiddle. I, see, I'm not liking that because I've got three boys. Everyone keeps telling me that. Everyone mm. keeps telling me I'm going to lose my boys. Mm. And I know it's. I would date a mummy's boy and I would hate it, but now I just want to put the message out there. If your partner or a guy that you're interested calls their mum every day, there is nothing wrong with Good that. God. I am a mummy's boy <laughs> yeah. yes. and I would still pick Esther's side over my that. mother any day of the week. You've got something I'm a coming, boy, though. but and not but stupid. So would a daughter. So would a daughter. <laughs> so would a daughter. You've got something coming though that you haven't reached yet, and it, it melted my heart when it happened to me because Eden, I know at the moment, hates you. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's much. coming back around. She's, she's slowly, just a bit of but, loves her mum. But there is a time, and there was a what where they asked um, at school, um, "Who's your crush?" And Rory said, "My dad." Oh, that's sweet. My daddy is my crush, and she'll probably make me a Valentine's Day card. And I'm her crush, and I'm and, and I say sometimes I said, "Do you have a boyfriend yet?" She'll be like, "Why would I have a boyfriend? I've got you." And that's so the, you get to that stage, and then you'd be thinking, "No, boy." I'm, going to come in and swoop in on my daughter and mm. you know. see i'm thinking eden will probably come home at seven with a rebel's bikey and say this is my boyfriend <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what she's gonna be like you, you'll go oh, i respect him <laughs> my friend was in tears the other day because her little boy's always gone i want to marry you when i'm older mummy mm. like i love you they do that and then he was walking with another girl now mind you he's eight mm. another girl mm. in at the school and he goes oh she's my girlfriend no she's not I was like, <laughs> he's like, why did she, why did he say that? He doesn't even want to marry me anymore. I'm like, can you hear how absurd that is? He's already on to his second marriage. <laughs> you know what the problem is? You know how all guys, every time they have a daughter, they'll go, oh, you got to get a shotgun. I worry because I knew what I was like when I was young. It's I'm buying a T-shirt. Anything you do to my daughter, I'll do to you. But it's the same for me because I knew that I was a little bit rude to boys. Yeah. Growing up, so that's why I know what it can be like for boys. How do you think I feel? My daughter's going to be taken to comic book stores and watch movie marathons <laughs> of Star Wars. Are you saying, Abby, that you're just protecting your sons from, from versions you? of her? Yes, one hundred percent. If they were going to date someone like me, I would be ropeable. You don't want your um, you don't want your little Finny to be the next Jared, dear. Who's Jared? Who's Jared? Oh, my God. Oh, Jared. Poor Jared. <laughs> Who's Jared? Oh, is Jared one of your exes? That was the first guy I kissed. What, what did you do, you do to him? him? Oh, I wasn't good. Did you Did you wreck him so for good, the next So bad that you forgot about him. Semi-formal? Uh, Jared, yeah. No, Jared went to an all-boys school and he took me to his formal and I think I got confused and ended up um, kissing one of the seniors at the school. Oh, that is... Broke little Jared's heart. That mm. is... That guy could have become a serial killer from that. It was in Adelaide. <laughs> I haven't been able to track him down. Maybe I should have checked oh, the jails. Should we, we should find Jared, find out whatever happened to Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Jared Ellis, I think his name was. 
You always knew their second name, didn't you? Like the people from school, they always had a second name. You need it for the police report. Yeah. <laughs> poor Jared. Anyway. Yeah, poor Jared. Happy Valentine's Day. Is it weird that you gave your son something Valentine's Day? Absolutely. But Oh. That's just the way it is. I can't wait. Can you wait for this for a couple of years' Ooh. time when he's like, got to go and get my daughter something? Yep. Because I have to clear up this up because I've got to go get my daughter yeah. something. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. That giant cranium of yours. Like, it really is a big noggin. It's like a weather station. It's a, it's like a planetoid. It's got its own gravitational pull. Thanks, I mean, you, mate. Thank you. You just learn so much every week. And right now is when we look back on that. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Married at first sight. Well, it started to amp up. The dinner parties are back. Married at first sight. What am I married? I wonder who's bang here. Where's your ring and where's your wife? Now, let's be honest, this show is all about the relationship experts putting the two craziest people together. This is the first time they'll be presented as a couple. Do I satisfy thee? <laughs> this week, John Aiken, one of those experts, was in Brisbane. He popped by our studios to tell us his opinion on what celebs he thinks can go the distance. Let's talk about relationships. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Oof. We start hard, don't we? <laughs> they have got more pressure than most on them. I'm going to say thumbs up. Trump and Melania. They're unusual. I mean, I don't want Donald Trump coming down on me. Um, Neither does Melania. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say as a relationship expert, I'm confused. Okay, great. <laughs> what does that even mean? I learned during the chat, I too just so happen to be a relationship expert, just like John. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. The whole thing's just too complicated. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. My vibe on them is he's fanging for it, <laughs> and she'd be like, no, champ, I not a chance. I think Brad Pitt would have plenty of people. Oh, please. But, that, but that's why. When you're Brad Pitt... You want the one who's the work because yeah. he could walk out his front door and click his fingers and have them all ready to go. But him, for him, he's like the challenge. I don't know. It's very hard for you to be in that. All I'm saying is that's what it's like. <laughs> that's what it's like for guys like me and Brad. It's <laughs> he's just he's just sharing some insights, yeah, isn't he? Absolutely. As, as an expert, yeah. uh, John and I. <laughs> this week, I learned that our radio show. We're family. One minute we can be talking about flavoured milk and having a gay old time. Pink Nesquik, always the best Nesquik. Hmm, sometimes controversial. That guy's crazy. You can dabble in bananas sometimes. You talk, it's chocolate. No, you can't. Nah, you don't go Nesquik chocolate. Why do you guys what do you like mean? strawberry so much? I don't like know. strawberry milkshake. I do not. Yeah, that's the best milkshake. No, milkshake. Do you like spearmint? No, it's our God. Don't, don't have stories. <laughs> But just like that, mum and dad are fighting again. See, this is the thing, right? Because you go and <laughs> you ask for a spearmint milkshake, and nine times out of ten, do you know what they'll say? What we, will they say, Abby? What do they'll they? say, no, but we have a lime. lime. And at what point I go, what is lime and spearmint but just the colour? <laughs> Eight years working together. Oh, you should yeah. tell that one more. I know. I'm sorry. No, no, that's no, fine. I'm no, sorry. all your stories are just sorry. wonderful. To <laughs> You're better acting again. than I am. No, that's not true. You went to Whopper. I really hope mum and dad never break up, though. I'm not sure I'd be good as a one-week-on, one-week-off kid. Luckily, I learnt they have a secret to their relationship. The secret is the sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's Grant Daniel. Our 
our buddy Grant Denyer. He called in for a chat this week. Good morning, legends. How are we? He told us all about his gorgeous daughter's first day of school. She had a great first day. It's nerve-wracking as a parent because if she hates the first day, oh, yeah. she's got another 12 years of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned if you want some secrets about the Denyer family, well, just speak to his daughter, Scout. She had to get up and tell a story about herself. Mm. So um, she goes, hello, my name is Scout and uh, I am four and I have a dog called Princess Popping Popcorn and I once pushed a push pop up my dog's bottom and then put it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So proud. Uh, (laughs) It's like, that's my girl, that's my girl. This week, we were chatting about my son's 18th birthday. I don't think we yeah. should come. I think we might be embarrassing him. Are you not coming to his 18th? Oh, no, I will, but you've invited me. I want an invite for him. If he sends me a text saying, hey, I'd love you to come, then I will definitely be there. But I don't want his you dad to invite me. You're worse than a teenage me. girlfriend. I'm not coming unless I get the invite directly from <laughs> you. It's not a second-hand invite. That's not a real I invite. I want to be wanted. Text him. You should text him and say, hey, bro, just Hey, bro, I heard you're having a party. What's yeah, up? Yeah. <laughs> As we all know, kids are glued to their phones these days, so we got a reply instantly. I learnt Abby wasn't too happy with that reply. Just say that having like a son is like a guy slowly breaking up with you over the years. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard, but it's true, and I feel like in some way he's my son and I just want that approval. Oh no. So I said to him, Hey Ethy, you having an eighteenth? He wrote back, Yeah, on the fourth of April. Why do you ask? <laughs> I don't know. No reason. What? No reason. We're doing a survey, seeing who's having birthdays this year. I don't even think I was going to come. Does he? He doesn't want us to come. I feel weird. I feel like I'm back at high school and I didn't get an invite or like. Did he really say why do you ask? Why do you ask? Yeah. Why do you ask? I don't know, bro. (laughs) Just just want to make sure I'm rostered on for that night. Kicks for you, but forget it. Stop it. I'm not going to come now. You Are can. you going to go? No. I'm not going. You don't want a 42-year-old at your 18th birthday party that you're not related For to? For the record, can we say that that's Stab <laughs> talking about himself? That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up with everything again in our podcast. Just search Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. So... I heard a story once, and they were like, oh, yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Wait, wait, I've heard that before. And they're like, no, no, you didn't. That happened to my friend. I went, really? And she goes, well, a friend of a friend. And I was like, mm, okay. So there's all these folklores that you, you hear about. You don't know if they're real or not. And we had this theory that if we share it and people can finish it, then they, word of mouth couldn't have happened that much. So it has to be made up. We also get a lot of variations of it. You know, some will yeah. say, I've heard that same story, but it was from London. Yeah. If we don't get any calls that can't finish off the story, then we all agree right here, right now, it never, ever gets questioned ever again. 100% fact. This one, I had never heard about it. If I've done a little bit of research, Mm. I go, it could be true. Okay. Nothing wrong with it being a true story. That'll be our first one. It's what we're looking for. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. apparently, there is a really famous person, and I mean famous all over the world, who's buried at Tawong Cemetery. Right. So 131060, if you've heard this, and who do you think it is? Because if no one calls back, then I I, I will share it. Mm-hmm. I, is there a name on the gravestone or is it anonymous? No. There, there's other details. Oh, okay. 
Okay, but that's oh, as man. far as you you need to go because if you say too much, you might there's a famous away. person buried at Tuong Cemetery. Have you heard about this? Can you give us a name? Ooh. I've always wondered when developers are going to try and take that land at Tuong Cemetery. It's beautiful, but you can't. Great spot. You know the one in Sydney. You know that's like a up on the cliff up at Kujin. Yeah, no one's going to take. No, you don't want to be above a burial. No, I think they take the people away when they do it because you put an underground yeah, car would park they there. Get it? What I meant was, would they get it all? Yeah, they'd be able to do that. I think you can't take. You can't. I always people and people pay. For, what happens if a family pays for it, right? Mm. And I think sometimes you you pay by year, or do you do ten years? What about if they can't pay for it anymore? What happens then? No, you pay one one off fee. You don't. You don't. It's not like a mortgage or a rent. I'm renting this you, burial you, ground. Is it one off? A, isn't there some that you can? Rent? Well, that's how they used know. to do it back in the day. Yeah, it's one whole price. I thought. I don't know. I just it wouldn't surprise me if I when it was reincarnated and yeah. came back that there would be a high rise there at some point. Uh, then if do you get to live there then? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You dug me up. I'm yeah. taking, I'm taking yeah. the penthouse. I know I'm a cow. I've got no thing about what I come back as, but I want the apartment. Penthouse, please. Uh, we got a lot of people ringing for this uh, this folklore. Let's see. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. There's a lot of stories that go around and... They could be true, but when someone goes on that happened to a friend of a friend, you're like, that's not a reliable source. Mm. That's just gossip or a folklore. So we want to see if we can share them with Brisbane. If people can finish them, then we kind of know they're not real. But this is a bit of a different one because uh, someone has sent in and said, hey, do you guys know that there is a really famous person that's buried at Tuong Cemetery? I thought if anyone else knows. Internationally famous too, not just well like famous. Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. Yeah, because otherwise people go, yeah, there's an ex-footy player. Um, 13, 10, I'll tell you what, I'd go and visit Darren Locke here if he was at Tuong oh, Cemetery. Say stuff like that. He's still well, he there. will be there eventually. He's in Paddington. You can visit him there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have it. I hope it doesn't happen soon. But if it was, I'd be. You would I'd go, go and visit his grave. Respects. Yeah, Darren Locke. He's one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. What about like Elvis? People go mm. like all the time. We went to Jim Morrison's grave when we were in France. Yeah, yeah. See, it's yeah. not that weird. That's true. I did while well, the cat wanted to go. Oh, okay. You just tagged along. Yeah. It was nice. 13, 10, 60. Who is it that you've heard that is world famous buried at Tawong Cemetery? I haven't heard this one. Amelia from Redland Bay. Who have you heard is world famous, dead, and buried at Tawong Cemetery? <laughs> I've heard that it is Jack the Ripper. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But they don't know who Jack the Ripper was. Yeah, but they've got, a, like, a, who told you this? My husband told me that apparently the timeline matches up and he's a he came over here and he was a butcher or something and mm. yeah. Mm. Well there you go. Yeah. Apparently his uh, great grandson is the one that thought it and he's here. Ooh. Lives in Brisbane. Uh. Ooh. Um Katie in North Lakes. Hello. Hello. Who have you heard is but world famous, dead and buried in Tawong Cemetery? Jack the Ripper? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think how we can you, assume that they're dead if they're it? buried there. <laughs> um, I work in funerals. Oh. Oh, insider information. And is this <laughs> is this what everyone has gossiped about? Yes, yes. Have you guys done any more research into, like the previous caller said, the, the timeline? Do you know any more information about it? Not really, only through books. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Nicole, where did you hear... About this. Hey, Nicole. Oh, that's all right. Um, I actually did a, I actually did a cemetery tour, mm. and they pointed out a, a, an unmarked grave at the top of the hill and said it was Jack the Ripper. 
Oh, so maybe it's not true. Maybe it's, it's just like a, some dude who's running a tour yeah. and he goes, oh, I've yeah. got the inside. He's yeah. made it up and now it's spread like wildfire. Yeah. No. See that? Yeah, they, they were trying to make it spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Jack the Ripper. There's Jeffrey Dahmer. He he popped over on a Kentucky. You uh, reckon? Uh, yeah. See, every- I mean, there's there's more information of who they think it is. Apparently okay. it was a Walter Thomas um, Harriet. He was, he was known to police as Andrew John Gibson, and he he was buried at Tuong Cemetery. Right. And there's speculation that he was Jack the Ripper. Wow. Which, if he's not, is huge defamation, but I guess he's you can't dead. Can't the dead. <laughs> yeah, so his own grandson apparently made the, the claim thinking he could have been. Because there's a lot of um, people saying that Jack the Ripper was a, a had medical degree. Oh, yes, he was thought to be a doctor. And yes. this guy um, used to pretend to be a doctor. Mm. So he was a self-proclaimed doctor, but he had no medical background or education in it, but he used to claim that he was. Right. So Jack the Ripper, obviously a serial killer. Was that in, in London? Oh, ye olde London. He killed a lot of prostitutes, I think maybe eight or nine. The big rumour was five, that it was... Yeah. Five, yeah, big rumour was... Well, five that they know of. Mm. Uh, big rumour was that it was the Queen's position, and that's why they covered it up. But they, there was that he was a doctor, um, but he was the Queen's position, so when he got caught, they covered it up to uh, avoid any scandal with the Queen. But they still, of course, don't know who he actually was. Mm. They're saying that Jack, when this guy, because he did come over, there was mm. did come over from um, London, and they're saying that the the killing stopped when yeah. he the date that he had arrived. Right. Wow. But there then you why go. would he kill here? Well, because maybe he's he did. come here to get away Retired. from it. Well, maybe he did though. No, he, he got he got away with it. Like he no. was good at it. I think he got here and went, what a beautiful country. I'm a changed be, oh yeah. person. You know London you know, made I, me miserable. I don't I'm want to run away from here. It's too hot. It's too hot to kill people. If you come from London, yeah. you'd yeah. be like, nah, it's too humid. I don't know. We believe in this. What are we doing? I'm thinking. Well, I'm they're thinking... saying that they, they did want to do DNA testing, but it's, it's only speculation, so they couldn't really do it. I, I reckon we should go and see it. Well, do we a bit should... more research. All right. Well, to Wong we'll Cemetery. We're off to no, Tuong Wong Cemetery. <laughs> Bring your spade, everybody. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Even to the singles. Tonight's the night. There'll be a lot of despos out on Tinder. I don't think there will be the despos. Look, I think there's a lot of couples that go out and celebrate, and good for you. But for the people that are single, it is um, it is a sad time of year because it reminds you. There's a couple of people here at work that are like, just trying to get by. Mm-hmm. Enjoy like, the freedom. It, it, but I know it shouldn't be, but you only say that when you're in the opposite situation. That's true. For a lot of them, they might want to be loved up. So cute. Yesterday, Ethan went down and bought his Valentine's Day stuff for his girlfriend because um, they're coming up to their one year as well. What is a 17-year-old? How much do they spend? Um, well, because he's got a job. He goes large. Mm. He's, you know, he spends a lot. He's not paying any board at home, so he's got plenty of money for that. But he d- did the classic, like, full corny... Oh, actually, I shouldn't say it in case oh, you're No, no, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't, yeah, don't, sorry, don't, don't. Right. Could, that could have been... And it's not corny. No, but I'm saying... Loved up. <laughs> it's not corny, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had to mouth what I thought it would be. Yeah, um, it's it's the it's something classic to go on Valentine's the, yeah. Day. But it's also cute because he he was very much like paranoid about if I don't get something, I'm going to be in trouble. Mm. And yes, you are correct. But we thought, why don't we do single song dedications? Because everyone can enjoy music. That's true. And there's those things. <laughs> you can't enjoy a loved one, but you can enjoy music unless you're Try recently to make single. It fair for everyone. Mm. So we've got a lot of people to call up um, through in the, throughout the week to either dedicate a song to themselves or someone else. Yeah. Uh, and here are our favourite messages on the um, singles hotline. These are your new messages. 
Hey, my name is Lizzie. I want to dedicate the song Angus and Gilead by Big Jet Plane. for Valentine's Day because if someone said to me you need to choose between having the coronavirus and going back to your ex I would get on a big jet plane and I would fly to China myself Happy Valentine's Day Hi, my name is Gareth Single for eight years The song I want is Jason Drillo Riding Solo everyone, this is Alana, and this is my first Valentine's Day single in 11 years. I'll be celebrating by drinking copious amounts of gin tonic and eating my weight in chocolate. I would love to request Ugly Heart by GRL and uh, dedicate it to he knows who. Happy Valentine's Day, beautiful people. Hi, it's Jamie, and I want to hear Dua Lipa's IDGAF. for the first time, I don't give a f- about anyone else's business but mine. Happy V-Day to me. <laughs> Shout out to all those singles. We love you. We yes. do. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're going to play Alpha Bucks Monday. It'll be the 17th of February. Your letter is? Is for tomorrow. B for be there or be somewhere else. Start your 2020 making new memories with a new Suzuki. Check out great offers. Visit Suzuki Queensland for details. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Every morning, hands down, there is $10,000 on the line at 8 o'clock. We promise that. We'll never drop the amount of money, so make sure you always have us on at 8 to win some sweet cash with Alpha Bucks. All right, we're heading out to Cabo and Cassandra. Morning, Cassandra. Hi, how are you going? We're good, but you're even better because you could start the weekend and indeed Valentine's Day with $10,000. You've already got four answers in your kit bag, yeah, don't do. you? Yeah. Hey. Well, you're oh, halfway there. Now, if you get the other half, you'll get 10000 You get $50 per question you get right. Say pass yeah. if you don't know the answer. Um, so you give yourself as much time and we can only accept each answer the once, okay? Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. H for happy. Mm-hmm. First question. Shh, kids. Hi. Name something you relax on. A hammock. Name a musical instrument. Harp. Name something that grows. Hair. Name a country. Pass. Name a famous siblings. The Hemsworth brothers. Name something found in the bathroom. Hairbrush. Name a superhero. Pass. Name a part of a car. Horn. Name something sweet. Pass. Name a dog breed. Pass. Name a country. Oi. Oh, Cassandra. Cassandra. $300 to start your weekend, Cassandra. Oh, my God, amazing. Well done. You only missed three. Uh, name a country. You could have had Hungary. Uh, name something sweet. You could have had honey. And name oh, a dog breed. Husky. husky. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Oh, my God, that is so much harder than it sounds. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, you did great, though. Um, $300. We'll get that into your account. Thank you so much for listening and playing this morning. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Being the one. The one. Being the one is just like being in love. No one can tell you you're in love. You just know. Valentine's Day, the universal day of love. Mm. 
Are you not, you're not into it? No, it's like, mm. Okay. Well, there are a few anti-Valentine's Day people, and I want. but I want to ask a question. How did you know that they were the one? I mean, if you're anti-Valentine's Day, you might be able to sell that story and then say, but it didn't end up. <laughs> okay, I'll take those if that's what you want. They were the one until, as Bonnie said, they tripped and fell into their co-workers. Mm-mm. There is a, uh, a Reddit feed that is really beautiful. It's on of husbands. Husbands revealing the moment that they knew that their their now wife was the one. And I like it from husbands because it sort of catches them by surprise. Mm-hmm. I feel like girls always like kind of know, but guys are like, oh. oh. And there's a bit of incident. And this one guy said, I was on a date with a girl I really wanted to impress. And not only did I mess up the night by forgetting my wallet at an expensive dinner, but I then lost my car in the car park. Oh. I was so embarrassed and mortified and after 20 minutes of running up and down the car park level by level, I could feel her glare and irritation on the back of my neck. I just knew that she was what she was thinking and it was the worst date she'd ever gone on. So I turned around to apologise and there she was smiling. Then she started to laugh, not at me, but also inviting me to laugh with her about this poor luck. A large wave of relief washed over me and the two of us were just laughing there in the car park and I knew at that precise moment that I wanted to marry her. No. On the first date? On the first date? You knew you wanted to marry your wife on the first date. Oh, my God, a girl said yes. She said hello to me. Oh, and I was like, I'm going to marry this thing. Ah, so there this you go. thing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, well, when did you know that she was the one? Uh, I knew when we'd moved to Sydney. So I got offered a job in Sydney, and um, she was a single mum, and we'd only been living together for a short time, and she quit her job, mm-hmm. um, went to Sydney with no job, Took her son um, and did it all for me. I was really the only one who was benefiting out of it. She didn't ever question it once. She was like, if this is going to make you happy, I'll go. Mm. Um, And then I was like, wow, she's going to sacrifice a lot. And then it gets a little bit darker. But I remember one day thinking (laughs) when we were in Sydney, Mm. driving to work, and I was like, if Esther dies, I don't know if I could love anyone ever again. Oh. And that was when I was like, I have to marry this girl. I don't know. I just felt, I don't know what it was. I was just driving and I had this feeling of, I don't think I will ever love anyone the same way that I love this girl. Because every time I think about her, I feel like my heart drops into my stomach. And then I asked her to marry me. Did you say that to her? No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> if you say die, that. I wouldn't be able to love anyone else. <laughs> no, but I thought Please about marry it. Me. That's what I was thinking about. I was yeah. like, I, I'll, I, I will never love anyone the mm. same way that I love this person. I just, I couldn't fathom it. Mm. Yeah. I know. See, I, I should find a nicer way to tell people. Mine's, mine's not I? a nice mm-hmm. way. How did you know? See, mine's not a nice way. Oh, we were together, but it was just like really intense relationship at start. And then we sort of broke up and I we were saying that we we're going to get back together. And we both weren't doing the right thing by each other, to be honest. And he was living overseas. And then I found out that he had been with another girl. And I have never been more upset in my whole entire life to the point where I actually, you know, when you feel like you've got that lump in your throat and you couldn't breathe. And yeah. I was like, that's it. Because that was always going to be the end of it in my world. But then I remember going, I'm the one that misses out on that. Do you know? Yeah. Like if I end the relationship and I know that my mum was like, well, you're the one that's going to miss out if you love him that much. Mm. And I was like, no, actually, he's, he's the one. So it wasn't a good, that wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a moment of like happiness. Mm. But yours it, isn't dying. <laughs> <laughs> but it also ended the turmoil, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you guys were going back and forward. You, yeah, you, and uh, we, were, we weren't doing the right thing by each other. And we're like, wait a minute, I think this is, I think this is actually serious. I, I don't want to be with anyone else. Wow. Mm. You and Kat? 
Because how long have you been married now? Uh, they, oh, uh, we've so been... I shouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> no, 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 13, no, no. 14 always, always years. No, this is our 15-year married, 20-year uh, together anniversary. Oh, oh, you do two anniversaries? Yeah, I'm not discounting those five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put that effort in. Yeah, how did you know? When she told me. <laughs> did you? Did she ask you or did you ask no, her? No, 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 I asked her to marry me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I think well, probably one of the biggest turning points in our relationship was when... Um, I wasn't. I was just working at the coffee shop, and she was doing a bit of um, radio at the ABC back then. Still does too. But um, they were going to. Or she got an offer for a job in Nowra, and um, she was going to move to Nowra, and I was going to stay in Brisbane. And it was really like, well, that that's this is it. But we were still going to stay together. But the thought of being apart and not living together was really, really upsetting for both of us. So you locked it down. No, I just told her she couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't end up getting the gig, but it was like when, you, yeah. when you're faced with being apart, because when you're together oh, all the time, totally. it's like, yeah, da 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 da. But when you're totally. faced with the fact, oh, I might not get to see you every day, yeah, it kind of hits home that you do like seeing them every day. Yeah. Well, 13, 10, 60, this is your opportunity to share your story. When did you know they were the one? It, could, it might just be some small thing, mm-hmm. um, it could be anything. Could have yeah. could Maybe have... you heard them snore and gone. I don't want to kill them. I guess I could still live with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we want to hear from guys and girls this morning. It's a safe space. Feelings are okay. Share your feelings. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. There's a cute Reddit feed. You know how there's an old feed that someone comments on and it becomes popular again? Oh, yes. So every time around this. Of the year, so strange. But for Valentine's Day, there's a Reddit feed of husbands telling the story about how they knew that their now wife was the one. Um, it's beautiful because none of them have entered in a bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so don't be uh, afraid. Jump on the phone. Thirteen ten sixty guys. We want to hear from you as well. But Sarah, um, how did you know that your husband was um, the one? It's a bit of a. Um, this is like the seventy cents version. Uh, we went to primary school together, and he was the super short one. I was the really tall one. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a date in sixth grade, and he was like, oh, they thought the tallest was the shortest. Yay. Um, and then fast forward, we had our 10-year primary school reunion. He had a girlfriend, so I went, yep, yeah, whatever, bye. And then um, I added him on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, God, he got really hot. And then we just kind of went from there, and we've been together since. 2008, we have three children, and we've known each other since 1992. Wow. Uh, is he still the short one and you're the tall one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did, so he actually liked the comment, you got hot? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knew. Yeah, yeah he'd, he'd take it. Yeah. 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 It will work on a guy, but if a guy messaged a girl and said, hey, you got hot, I don't reckon it would get a positive response. Wait. If they like him. Yeah. Yeah. Better than saying you used to be hot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wade in Bean Lee, how did you know your uh, now partner was the one? Um, so I actually, I'm gay, so I met him on a cruise mm-hmm. um, and ended up in his room that night and woke up and found out the, the group I was with thought I was actually falling overboard and oh. they were ready to search the whole boat. Oh. Meanwhile, you're just, just on the poop deck. Yeah. Pretty much. What did they do? Did they have to page or <laughs> door knock? No, my name come over the speaker, the oh. whole system, and the security was ready to search the entire cruise ship to find me. Wow. <laughs> and how, how's, awesome. it, how's it going now? Yeah, been together about a year and two months now and engaged. So. Hey, hey. Ah, congratulations. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Emma, how did you know he was the one? We've got a pretty long back 
two-story relationship. We've known each other since I was in grade two, he was in grade five, but we kind of didn't get together until really late in the stage. I was in grade 12, he was in the army. He came back for some cancer treatment. He's all good now, it's all happy stories and everything, but it wasn't until he had to go back to Wagga and we had a two-year long-distance relationship mm. and everything survived and happy as Larry. Oh, that's good, yeah. If you can survive a long-distance relationship... Especially over two years. Mm. That was so no it's breaks. Hard. Yeah, it would have been hard. Yeah, no breaks at all in the two years? No, no breaks at all. We had amazing communication. We saw each other really quite frequently considering the distance. And we, I flew down with his mum and I flew down on my own and he came up regularly. So yeah. that actually helped us. And good Wi Fi as well for yeah. Skype dates. Yes. Mm. Hey, Chantel. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. When did you know? So me and my husband actually um, met when we were 14. We lived across the road from each other and went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And in my year 10 yearbook, my life goal was to become his wife. So <laughs> wow. I knew pretty early on. <laughs> oh, I love you've got that book. <laughs> I still have it. What was, what was his life goal? Um, I'm not sure, but hopefully it's the same as mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been married for almost uh, 10 years now, so we've got three kids and, yeah. When he proposed to you, did you say, life made? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know That's I said cute. yes way back then. <laughs> yeah, no, he's always been pretty amazing. I'm pretty lucky. Oh, that's lovely. Well, happy Valentine's Day to everybody and also to the singles. Tonight might be the night if you go out. Mm -hmm. You might meet the one tonight. You might have that moment. So giddy up. (laughs) Maybe on the online dating. If you go out, you might see a little bit too much. Yeah. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Let's go back into uh, our memories. Nine years ago, there was a song that was released on the internet. It also had a film clip because their parents paid for it. High budget. Big high budget film clip. People said it was a bit bit of an annoying song. Uh, This one. This is her now. Oh, wrong, 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 wrong. Funny thing about that, it was shellac pretty, like it was Kane, and everyone paid her out. But if she released that this day and age, she'd be the next JoJo Siwa. I know, it was, it was so popular. I think people were just saying because of the, the simple lyrics, mm. and it wasn't like she expected it to go. It was I, because it, was a, it had a proper full-on film clip, and there was kids in it. She would have been, what, 12 at the time, if mm. that, and mm. they were acting like adults going out to party on the weekend in a... Cadillac. And say, Sounds like someone was one of the people that jealous. paid them out. <laughs> I've got, well, I was doing the Hot 30 at the time, right. so it was like... So you mocked the song? I mocked the hell out of it. Like, I pretty much... it was. Mm. We played it in mm. the countdown because mm. um, it got voted, but then it was, it did. you know... People liked it, and you couldn't get it out of your head. Here's the thing. There was such a change in Maddie over there this yeah. week yeah. because I was explaining... She's come out on Twitter and said that she had such a hard time when it came out, and she was explaining how she had been bullied since, mm. and she she posted a photo of her now, said that she doesn't have the respect. Now, she's sitting on her bed. She's uh, got thigh-high boots on that are red. She's got a little black bulb um, and a beautiful little black dress. And yeah. I was showing the photo <laughs> to you guys. And didn't you carry on? But this is her now. She's a, wow. She's a gorgeous girl. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look she, like her. No, it doesn't, does it? Hey, can I have my phone back? You really want to have a look at that? Well, should we put it up? We'll put up what she looks like now. She's gorgeous. Mm. And she is wearing um, 
knee-high boots. <laughs> it was like when Nikki Webster did FHM and Ralph. You know, you weren't expecting that. Okay. And when you saw it, you were like, hmm, that's interesting. We wanted to share it on our socials, so we did put it up on Instagram and said, you know, uh, 2020 icon, you yeah. know, Rebecca Black and tagged her in it. She's DM'd us back. Shut your mouth. She has not. Yeah. Imposter. No, they're her. Oh, thank you. I believe I'll be in Brisbane in May. I would love to stop by. Oh, if you can write back and say I'm married now, sorry. Man, she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. That's just my my reply. I'm not sure. It stabs his own man. (laughs) I wrote back saying I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) Not. Um, So, May. What goes on in our household? Yeah. um, May. All right. So, it's my okay. birthday. All right. No, no more eating for stab. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. She wants to do music. I think it would be good to she get wants her to back make in. Music I think us. it would be good to get her back in and release that song now. Don't you think it would be good to get her? No, I reckon. As I said when mm-hmm. we were talking about it, I wanted to do a Wednesday song mm. or a Tuesday song. It's Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Too, far church, Tuesday. From, oh, yeah. too far away mm-hmm. from Saturday, like maybe. Sa- you know well, she mean? wouldn't do the D's. She'd say day. She's American. She wouldn't have said D. American. Why should you do like a Sunday one? Sunday. It's, it's Sunday. Chilling Sunday. out. Just coming. got back from church on Sunday. Or coming down on Sunday. Coming down on Sunday. If you want it for the kids. Well, we've got till May to put a prop together. But oh, that's right. good. Yeah. Should I write back? Yeah, tell her I'll Can't write wait. her a song. Oh, you write her a song. How though. old is she now, actually? That's that's the question we should be asking before. 14. <laughs> before. <laughs> we've, we've probably misstepped. That's that? that's something good to have known before she's, this talk break. No, she was the, she was thirteen like nine years ago. Yeah. Don't you? She's, <laughs> you have to. You know, she have to have been four. Yeah, but he's got embarrassed now. She's twenty two. Twenty two. We're good. Are you old man? Yeah. That's how old Esther was when I met her. Yes, but you're not. And he's Mr. Forty Nine over here. Forty two. Biological age forty nine. <sighs> Should we um, send her my song and see if she wants to um, collab? Ooh, collab. She would do a um, Rebecca Black feet stab. <laughs> if that, if you know, if wait, that, sorry, if no, that makes your day no, sure. Sorry, flip it, reverse it, stab feet, Rebecca Black. I'm in. <laughs> stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. That is it from us. We are back next week. Though we got a huge week lined up for you. Yeah, of course we are putting people in the running for free fuel for a year. Um, and also, we're going to kind of test each other by how much we love each other. Because we, no, we, we do always say that we're three good friends. But what about if it came to putting it on the line and really proving it? It's we are literally going to play out a life or death situation next week on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I actually think feelings are going to be hurt from this. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Mm. And I reckon it'll be my feelings. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, and it's also a milestone for you, Abs. You might not be aware of it. No, I don't. Huh? Well, we're celebrating it anyway. Okay. Yep. There you go. We'll give you the weekend to mill over those very cryptic clues. Uh, make sure you register to uh, live stress-free. The free fuel, by the way, hit105.com.au. Brad and Rowan calling out names all day today. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.